Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live, facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. We got a jam-packed show. We got a jam-packed house. We've got uh, Bevan from the Adultish web series and Hi. Den of Geek Lore. Uh, she is joining us in studio. She's sitting next to, as always, my co-host, Mr. Hassan Godwin, who is the Lord, Lord of the Radio. Radio. Thank Ooh, you. We did this in we did that yeah, in that was, that, that was time. well done. That was beautiful, we did guys. That in, in, but uh, we ruined it by talking about how cool it was. No, no, no. We didn't. No, it's supposed we to be only spontaneous. It's it. just come we out spontaneously. Only enhanced it. <laughs> Want to wish a uh, warm, happy Valentine's Day to all you folks out there who are spending your Valentine's watching us, which is pretty awesome if you are. Uh, and I want to give a well, big for happy... for us, but it's kind of sad for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I have no soul. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell us how you was I supposed really to be... feel on was that. I supposed to be gracious about that? I'm sorry. Nope. All right. Excellent. Well, I also want to give. I wasn't. I also want to give a happy, a warm and uh, kind happy birthday to my beloved two-year-old son, whose Aww. birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday! And my wife, whose Baby birthday Dolce. is today. Really? And uh, happy birthday! Yeah. So she. Um, Ooh, double whammy on you. Yeah, and they're both <laughs> and they're both homesick. Uh, so that's you know. That's today, why I'm here, and, was... that, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> so, yes. so you could avoid so you being sick. you don't get sick? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. That's Because exactly... wherever six people are, you'll find me elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I'm surprisingly healthy. Uh, uh, today's, uh, today would have been my mother's 71st birthday. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. A, lot of, yeah. a lot of Valentine's birthdays. Yeah, man, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of hanky-panky going on. Oh, well, six months, nine months ago. Nine months May. Ago. May was a busy month. May was, May, yeah. May is a... Good um, things happening. You know, because in April, it's still kind of like cold out. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. May. But on the, yeah. Oh, it heats up, baby. Oh, yeah. All right, that's kind of, yeah. that's weird. You guys now we're talking about that. my grandparents. <laughs> so let's not. Let's we can't, not. we yeah. can't rebound from that, actually. Yeah, no. We got a lot to talk about. We got to move on, yeah. All right, so moving on. But before we do, I want to give a shout out to one of our... Key patrons, Einar Peterson. He's got uh, go. He's at the Einarchist, E I N A R K I S T. He's got some very special reckoning comic book accessories coming uh, your way for inspection um, if the production goes well. So he's making a graphic novel, um, and he's and he's on Patreon. He's also doing some stuff with uh, some accessories to his sci-fi oh, comic nice. book story. So we want to give a shout out to him. Shout out. Uh, he is very loyal, along with our other patrons as well too. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff with the Patreon page. Give it some time. Uh, trust me. Everything I say I'm going to do, I eventually do it. Eventually. My wife, my wife can attest to that as well. Yeah. Too. Not right away. But and, we are... And usually don't do it well, but eventually you do get it done. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, got I can cross it off the to-do list. Yes. At all some right. point. Well, that's all that matters. Uh, we've got some... We've got a couple things going on. Nothing big. We've got yeah. uh, <laughs> Wizard World just announced a big merger with Sony Pictures. Wow. And we've got uh, the head of uh, PR, Jerry Milani. A good guy. He actually hooked us up with all those great interviews we got last year uh, with Biff from Back to the Future, with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, you know, so I mean, there was uh, with with uh, Xander from Buffy, Nicholas Brendan. So uh, we we uh, we're big fans of Jerry, and uh, we're going to give him some time. We're going to grill him though, because we got a lot of people are wondering what that deal means, means. for comic book creators, means for Sony, means, means for, for Disney merger, you know, all yeah. the stuff. And we're going to talk about that in segment three. Uh, segment two, we're going to talk about Zack Snyder and Justice League, but we're going to start with this little quiet movie that could, uh, that's somehow making, you know, I guess it's making a little bit of, making no a little bit of No idea what you're talking about right now. Black Panther, on track yeah. to break Marvel records with projected 165 million opening weekend, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Projections for the superhero film keep being revised upward by major tracking services. The forecast keeps getting better and better for Disney and Marvel Studios' Black Panther, which opens Friday. Uh, Hollywood's leading tracker service revised its opening weekend estimate to $165 million or more for the four-day President's Day weekend, which, if it holds, would be the top February launch of all time, Ooh. knocking Deadpool uh, off that list. We'll see. We'll see. Good. So... We were we were good in tracking though. Yeah, no, I, I think so. It's we good trending, trending <laughs> tracking. Yeah, it's well, I think really I think overall, well. no matter what, right? We we definitely agree that this is good for comic book movies. It's good for everything like that. But uh, Bevan, you had 
yes. a, a point that I refused to let you talk about. Yes, he did. Um, He's like, don't talk about it yet. Oh, not at the until restaurant. Yeah. That's my. Re- I'm Regis Feldman, man. That's it. Regis That's why Feldman. we didn't talk to each other at all at the restaurant. <laughs> it was a we very just quiet. Stared at each other. It was right. a very quiet dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like so. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> How's your salad? You can't talk about that yet. Yes. You were talking about this, and this is exactly where my line of thinking came as well, too. Um, Get to it. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> I will. Uh, Good night. That was the deal later. breaker. Ah, that's it. It I took me a year, but I got him to do We're out. We're done. No, no. So uh, we basically, we were thinking along the same lines a little bit, right? Um, my, my line of thinking was, is this projection, is this, is this like hysteria over Black Panther a result of our socio-political uh, climate today, and you brought up Wonder Woman movie, which I thought was actually a very good comparison. analogy. Yeah, yeah, comparison to what's kind of going on. So, by all means, ask your question. I mean, the question I posed was, do you think Black Panther will not suffer a similar fate, but have the similar fate as Wonder Woman, where because it was so revolutionary of Wonder Woman first female superhero film to be directed to by... Yeah, to make money. To be directed by a uh, woman. So I'm sorry, you just contract. <laughs> Let's rephrase this. So will Black Panther be similar to Wonder Woman in the fact that because it is so revolutionary in the fact it stars a female and it's directed by a female, will critics kind of go easy on it? Yeah. And, and so far, I mean, the critical reception to Black Panther has been... Nothing short of amazing. 97% right. Rotten Tomatoes. Now this is yeah. from people who've seen it, not the It was public. 100% and one guy gave it a so-so review <laughs> and like then the internet guy. tried to kill him. Yeah, it was like that one guy. They Which, tried to right. find him and kill him. Right, right. Which is very <laughs> similar to the path that Wonder Woman had in the sense that it was rated really high. And if anybody said anything negative about it, you saw were, the well, internet. You were anti-women. You were sexist. You were anti-women. You were sexist. You were anti Just like if you don't like Black Panther, you'll be racist. You're so racist we're done. you don't. Right? So there's your answer. It is there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you Don't know, be racist. Uh... Go see it and like it. All right. Show's up. Okay. We're out of here. We're good. Woo, you get to <laughs> going home early tonight. <laughs> going home early. Yeah, it's been great, I guys. posed the question first to Hassan. Oh. What his feelings on Black Panther are? No. Uh, if if th- it'll be similar to Wonder Woman in that fact. I don't know. Um, I know some... People that whose whose opinions about movies I really respect, and they all say it's good. So I imagine it's a good movie. Um, there's probably some political pressure to to be on the right side of history with it, with the with the reviews and stuff like that. I think once it comes out and it makes its money, then um, then the reviewers will come out a little more honest. About it, they'll be they'll they'll feel free to to tag it in you know in a couple of ways and you know, point out some of the the missteps or the the you know the sure. falls that the the film takes. Um, but yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, you can't really say it's not. Um, I don't think that's the sole reason. I think people are legitimately excited for it. Well, let me let me and preface that by saying it looks super cool. Like it looks, it looks, yeah, looks that's yeah, really. The other thing good. I was going to say is it also looks good. And you know, like I said, I've gotten word that it's it actually is good. Not mm-hmm. Last Jedi mm-hmm. good. Actually, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Right? Not so, controversially good. Yes. Not. Not. It's so deep you can't get it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Good. If you don't like it, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're stupid. You don't. You don't get you don't it. Get, yeah. You don't get. I miss the days when that argument worked, though. That's because you're dumb. <laughs> that's before the. Man, that was. That's, you know, that's great. That's times. Twitter, man. That's like that is Twitter's entire argument. Yeah. That's why I don't hang out on Twitter. Um, no, no. I, look, we can definitely say it looks really cool. Um, it's getting Twitter good. It's getting good reviews. Uh, the other thing too, uh, to sh- shoot down the the anti-social justice warrior claim, it actually doesn't. It's not a diversity move, movie. I mean, if you really look at it, right? I mean, you have a token white guy in Martin Freeman, there's two right? Of them. Or there's two, right? I mean, you don't really have. Ha, I mean, this is this is an all. I didn't ruin anything. Uh, I made it better. No, there yeah. is like there is. No, it could be diversity. It could be from other countries. Okay. But, you know, I'm just, again, it's not necessarily like a diversity movie where it's like everyone is plucked from a, a, a different, like, you know, you have to have this guy, you have to have that woman, you have to have this, you have to have that. It's, it, it's, a, it's an African-centric um, story. It's it's it centers on the fictitious world of Wakanda and all that stuff. So, I mean, you know, to shoot all that down, I, I want to say that out front. I want to put that up, out there that we don't need to, um, you know, analyze that. However... I think there's definitely, 
you know, people keep coming up and saying, well, this isn't the first movie to star, you know, uh, you know, a black as the lead character, you know, a black man as the lead character. They're, everyone keeps referencing or forgetting about Blade in 1999, but it doesn't have the same zeitgeist behind it, right? I mean, is that, is, I mean, am I missing something or is Hassan, is, is, is Blade as, as um, or should it be as, I don't know, forgotten as it is? No. I loved Blade. I, I thought Blade was great. And, um, oh, we thought... up to that TV show. And then it. Then oh. it well, sure. Time. Sure, yeah. Oh, the third one. And the Ryan Reynolds third one, yes. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Blade 1 and Blade 2, I thought, was yes. really great. And yes. it was a trilogy, too. And it was revolutionary back then. Yeah, that's true. It, it was revolutionary back then, but there, there wasn't, I don't know, there wasn't the social hysteria because there was, no, there was no social media, there was no immediate, there was no, there was no 24-hour news cycle. I know. There was no, uh, there was no hunger for, for content like there is now. Yeah. Because most of the stuff now is a content war. Yeah. And it's, it's fueling, it's all going towards our, you know, our, um, our lowest common denominator, you know, mm-hmm. but it's mostly an, an attempt to... To kind of win out the content, the the content game, and that's you know easy. It's easy. The social justice warrior problems, sure. you know, or like the Comicsgate thing. Like there's a, there's a billion videos about yeah. Comicsgate. Yeah, that's you know, and and then you if you click on any of them, most people don't really even know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just content, just like the Last Jedi when the Last Jedi tanked, or it didn't tank, but when the last jedi i mean it made it had, made money yeah when the last jedi had a, its controversial run mm-hmm. there were a billion videos that just popped up that said the last jedi sucks right and that's strictly for content just to just to win out the 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 clickbait wars go go back to the social justice warrior aspect to it for a split second and i don't mean it from what they believe or don't believe or whatever the case is um, let's look at it from the ages in the room, right? So Bevan is clearly the youngest in the room, right? Um, from her generation, we were talking about this. Oh, oh no, yeah, wait, 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 Alpha intern. Alpha, Alpha, yeah, I, yeah. Alpha intern. Okay, Alpha so intern he is he back. is actually the youngest here, but uh, but actually it's great, right? Get, we have we have get, different generations. Get back behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back, back, I say. Um, <laughs> no, so you know what's really striking about that, right, is the fact that um, the, social media, I would think, is a younger generation. Um, tool, right? Well, it's it's been weaponized by the younger generation. Great way to put it, right? So it's been weaponized by the it's younger generation. Attack, yeah. And I do remember a day when we were young. Um, nothing that <laughs> nothing that hey, came before us <laughs> mattered, right? Nothing that came, everything that came before us was ancient history. Didn't matter. It wasn't as it, you know, everything is so intense when you're younger, right? You everything is live or die. We're on Valentine's Day, right? Every breakup is oh my. I'm not gonna make yeah. it past this, or well, or or oh, every you know, everything is life or death when you're young. Um, not really for my crowd because we were a music crowd, so we're you, music and, crowd. You're always living in the past, kind of. But okay. yeah, for the most part, you're right. But it, your it, emotions were your emotions for the most part, whether you ex- you you showed them, um, you know, on the outside or not, was live or die. Right? Everything right, was, you know, right. everything was like this is this is the worst day that's ever going to happen. Yes. You know, the whole I've world had, is ending. I've had a lot of worst days ever. Right. Exactly. And then after after a couple of decades, you're kind of like, well, you know, yeah. uh, no, I think yeah, I, I, just, I I have a frame of reference for this. I think I'm just going to go to sleep. I think I'm just going to take yeah. a nap, and so, when I wake up, things will be better. I see what you're building up to, because when Wonder Woman came out, everyone was talking about, like, the emotional high of Wonder Woman was yeah. just everywhere. And then, like, you go five months into it, and people are like, well... And then you have all the older generation well, coming out and being like, okay, no, this wasn't the greatest film that ever existed. Yeah. Yes, it was a very... Um, it was impactful. It was yeah. very impactful for... Uh, the female youth generation yep. yeah. to see somebody up there, uh-huh. just like this is very important for the African American youth generation to see Black well, Panther. Can, up is anyone there. saying that this is the greatest movie ever? Black we Panther? will answer that question when we come back. You know what else has been building up? I have no idea what. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Ugliest segue I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was this terrible transition. Southtown girls won't blow you away. But you know that they'll stay. Uh-oh. Sorry, everyone at home. <laughs> the Secrets of the Sire. Welcome 
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Uh, for all the folks who are actually out celebrating Valentine's Day, you suck. You should be in here as a couple <laughs> watching it and commenting on our feed where usual commenters are not, uh, are not commenting because I think they're all out either um, whining drinking, and they're whining and dining their loved ones or whining and dining themselves for not having a loved one. Either oh, one. Wow. That's wow, dark. that's dark. That's yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, Oh, oh. <laughs> What's going on over here now? We're bonding. This, We're bonding over, little, uh, We're yeah. bonding over the Wonder Woman of Black Panther oh, movie. Boy. Uh, before yes. we, before no, we we're going to have a joint screening. <laughs> we'll have a joint, joint screening. screening of one of this one like, <laughs> They're going to be back to back. You can't write this stuff. <laughs> you, know, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Forget this. I'm just going full screen. So this I'm whole, just going full screen them. It's just going it. to be called, it's just, it's just going to be called a woke screening. The are woke we? Screen? Yeah. <laughs> we all woke. We are Turn woke. Turn the movie on, yo. We woke. Are we witnessing something going on here? Are we we spent so much money coming this? in here, now we're broke. Because oh, we're woke. Oh, no. Baby. He went now, too far. Now we're rhyming. Because oh, oh, I don't know, because Sam and, Sam and Dolce are hooting, so... I'm squealing. I'm more of a squealing. That's a, kind of yeah. guy. It's, it's, uh, we are on Amazon Alexa, uh, so go check us out on Amazon Alexa devices. Look up Spreaker Podcast Radio Player on Amazon. Enable Send us it. air conditioners. Uh, Alexa opens <laughs> Spreaker. Alexa opens Secrets of the Sire. Uh, we're also on um, Twitter, Michael underscore Dolce. Instagram, mdolce64. Uh, SecretsofTheSire.com. And finally, iTunes and iHeartRadio. Go leave a review. Go download the show. Um, Subscribe. It really Everything that has to do with the show has his name on it. So this is true. I'm not represented Why is that whatsoever. You're on because you're I got here now. way late. Yeah, you're on camera now. Look. Yeah, and, and I paired you up with Bevan. Look at that. I mean, look at what else? Yeah. What else you guys? You have no complaints tonight. No, no. none. <laughs> none. It's the highlight of being on the show for this entire time. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about Black Panther, and were we? Um, you, yeah, you, we meant, were. you, 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 yeah, you're you trying to, you're trying amazing, to make it into a racial issue. An amazing tease uh, is Black Panther the greatest movie of all time? And uh, yes, we don't know the answer. My answer to that. is yes. Yes, it is going to be the greatest movie Why? of all time. But here's the here's because the there's black people in it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lots and lots of black people. Well, in that's it. not racist at all. <laughs> Show's over, guys. There we go. We're good. Uh, no, actually, the cool part about all of the though, movies from now on will be inferior to Black Panther. What we can s- definitively say oh, and, no. and honestly say, <laughs> oh, and no. we honestly said it about Wonder Woman before it came out because we had Jeff Gomez on who knew the script problems of the right. third act was right. that the third act fell. Apart, right? right? I mean, it wasn't a perfect movie. It was a very entertaining movie. It was cool. It fell apart. The villain was weak. You see, no, I don't, I don't right. even think that the movie fell apart. I just think it was a very average movie. Right. Now, in, in its averageness, it was a well-done average movie. Yes. It didn't break any yes. ground, but it was a solid film. Sure. But people argue that it did break ground. Just because just of the protagonist. The it protagonist and the and director. The director. Right. It didn't break ground because of the protagonist. It it mostly broke ground because of the director. I agree with that. I agree. Because with that. um I agree with that because I there there have been, and I cannot um as a man I cannot proclaim any of those you. movies. Yes, please. You'll have to you'll have to endorse this comment. Uh, I can I cannot <laughs> no, no, proclaim no, you any. Have to. I know you really do. You really have to. Well, they'll be he waiting. has to endorse any Black Panther stuff. I can't. Is very. True. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I just know. get to fly off the handle over here. I'm waffling. <laughs> That's the best part. But I cannot claim that they're they are, you know they're. They are feminist movies. These pre- they were, sure. but there are previous movies right. with uh, with a female protagonist. Right, there's plenty um, of them. That there's there's hundreds of them. Yes, you know. <laughs> so um, now they're varying stages of uh, uh, of quality. Yeah, and they're, you know, they're, they're, a lot of them are you know some of them even from the seventies have odd social messages, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So and it, and they usually do involve kind of the same trope of you know the woman wronged in some way sometimes physically sometimes sexually or you know or you know fighting to to save her child or something Mm -hmm. like that so it 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 is very marginalized uh uh, cinema because it's 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 very tropey so wonder woman being a god Mm -hmm. is a little different breaks a little ground in the fact that she was never a disempowered uh being Mm mm-hmm from the from the beginning, sure. who's now is coming to take power back? She's pretty much a, a through line, yeah. of power uh, through the whole story. So that makes it a little different, yeah. Um, but I also think it also just makes it average because if she's already perfect, she's physically perfect, she can fight already, and she 
is mentally also perfect because she doesn't have a personality flaw to her. Sure. Then where's the journey for the protagonist yeah. for Wonder Woman? In my right. opinion, that's what no, in yeah. my opinion kind of makes her a boring female lead. Mm-hmm. I, I say she 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 kind of avoids becoming a Mary Sue uh, stereotype because she's she's basically wrong through the entire movie about sure. who she's after. Sure. And they it it's not so much a uh, it's not so much a, an action adventure story as it it really plays hard on the fish out of water kind of characteristic of it, which is what kind of gets it over the finish line. It's got a, it's got really well played humor. Also, a lot of credit, which it's going to be hard to 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 qualify this, but a lot of credit has to go to Chris Pine for being able to play um, second fiddle to her. Sure. Without looking like a a dope, you know, because right. it's it'd been very easy for him to look like a to play slapstick and and yeah. look like a the the goofy male, and he's very capable. He's just he's just you know he's not as much as the god that is standing next to him. Sure. So it, it's it's really well done in that aspect. It's also well done of the story and the director not to try to play that trope. Like in, in order to make her look strong, they have to make him look weak. So it does break ground in a lot of these other things. It's very sensible, I, I but it is a, good, a very. I think it's a good, uh, a fair assessment of it, right? I mean, yeah, but it is a very average then they story. Had her, then they had her go into hiding for a hundred years because her loved one died. Yeah, because they didn't have a well, plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from a studio angle, well, she they didn't have, have a plan. Stuff. I mean, I'm, she might. I'm I sure mean, she did a couple of things. You know, that's what they said it. in Justice League. She's like, I said goodbye. No, she said that in Batman vs Superman. I said goodbye to the world a hundred years ago. Because yeah. my loved one died, and it's well, like, oh, that's sucked. that was that female was just... power. She sat out World <laughs> War Two, uh, but I mean, here's what I will say about She's Black like, I'm not Panther doing that, again. that I'm really excited about. From what I understand, like, unlike Wonder Woman, the entire cast of Black Panther is just very prominent actors. They all have yeah. a lot of cred to them. So even the side characters are gonna have some meat to them. I feel well, what happens just if, because of the hiring. What happens if this really does turn out to be the greatest superhero movie of all time? It won't I mean, be like, the greatest. But I mean, it will be. It, uh, hopefully, it will be really good. Yeah. It can't, none of, it can't really be the greatest. No. I, I mean, I feel like it'll have somewhat of what Wonder Woman did, which is it'll come out, it'll it'll be probably very, very good. Yeah. It's, again, because of the studio behind mm-hmm. it, because of the actors behind it. Yeah. There's a lot of great talent in this film. Yeah. So I think it'll do very, very well. And I think a lot of people will just kind of ride that. And then like six months later, you'll get people that'll start to feel comfortable to say, well, I'm just, well, but the thing, I'm, I'm actually, my, uh, my come out goal hiding. for this. Yeah. Like this movie really Really suck. My nah, goal I mean, for this, no, my goal for this is to walk out of that movie black you and go. Be black when you <laughs> if I get a tan, African at the very least. They, Won't be a tan, those are man. Some special effects. It's gonna hit you. you right, like, it's gonna oh, be a beam. They're oh. rays. They're gonna be rays that come right out of the movie yeah, screen. Like, oh. This is this is our sinister plan. We've been waiting for a hundred years to do this. We're all gonna have Jerry Curls yeah. like in the eighties. Oh, see, see, oh, see, wow. see what he see what he did. Everybody saw what he did. There actually Everybody's, was an article. I have curly hair. <laughs> no, no it lie. Makes sense. You're you're no the lie. racist. No you're lie, the guys. Racist. There's an article about like why everyone in uh, Black Panther wears natural hair. They why? talk about the really? hair. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a content war. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just hoping we all no, walk out of article. there. I just hope we all walk out. <laughs> no, it's a hair salon. <laughs> The but, Wakanda hair salon is, is dynamite. All man. natural hair. Right? Natural Stan Lee, Stan Stan Lee's the guy who. Yeah, he's Stan Lee's going to be in it with an yeah. afro. Yeah. I want to see if Stan Lee is actually in it, in Wakanda. They're going like, to cut him out. He just wanders through totally Wakanda. Cut him out. No, Why? Because he's, he's got sexual harassment scandal going on. Nah, there. they'll put him in there. He'll, he'll, he'll be all right. He, he's he'll in be his contract. He has. He almost died. That's so, true, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. that that gets him, you know, that gives him a pass. I'm he gets hoping, out of he gets out of sexual harassment. Besides, Stanley gets out of his sexual harassment. Yes, because uh, his heart almost stopped. Beating. That I walk out just saying that was a damn good movie. Like, I, that's my hope. Because yeah, I, that's my I don't want to come out and sit there and go, well, uh, mm, I want to be out there going like, man, that was just solid. Yeah, like Red Tails. Like, that Ooh. was just solid. Oh. Like, that's it. I, that's all. I just want to think it's solid. Ooh. Hey, you know, it's funny. We oh. also brought up the Wonder Woman, um, you know, uh, analogy, and it's a really great one, but uh, it, it kind of dovetails one of the other things uh, that has now come out. Segway. 
<laughs> Love it. A bad one. She listens to our show. I do. Uh, rumor has it, <laughs> Zack Snyder may have been forced off of Justice League. This is according to Cinema Blend. Uh, rumor has it, Apparently Zack I got Snyder... into an argument about this with a friend of mine. Yeah. Where is the, he, he said, I spec that he was fired. Yeah. And I was like, uh, they said it was because of his, his daughter. His daughter. Sure, yeah. And so daughter. I said to my friend, if they fired him and they're using the daughter's suicide as a spin... That's really dark. That's really you messed know? up. So um, this is what the report indicates. Uh, it indicated that early on in the making of Justice League, there was some pull between Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder regarding the tone of the movie. The issues might have been manageable, but then Snyder lost his daughter and tried to throw himself into his work. By that time, Joss Whedon was more involved, and the whole thing was becoming increasingly unworkable, resulting in Snyder's exit. At the time, Zack Snyder leaving Justice League, um, the word fired was never bandied about. In fact, one thing that definitely would not be accurate would be, the, would be the presumption he was outright fired. But it does seem as if he, he was, was being strongly kinda, urged. Yeah, that he, that yeah. He, now the question is, I mean, on the one end, Zach, go get us some ice cream. Look, on the one off, end, off the lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he comes back, and it's like the guard. The yeah, guard's, the, like, the, the guard's like, is your name closed. on the list? Yeah. He's like, I'm Zach Snyder. Yeah. Your name's not on the list. Not sir. on the list. Sir. <laughs> uh, no, I, I come on. This ice cream's melting. <laughs> it, it, I mean, in a way, it could have been for his own good. I mean, maybe, maybe he loses his daughter. Um, and, and he's just not, he's not, and, and obviously not right, and so there's well, a... Well, the Soulless a, Studio cares really about him, so they're going to fire him. No, so no, no, he they go care about the own. movie. Yeah, that's that's. They care much, about the movie, but at the same time, that's it's... a closer it's, reality. Uh, it, it could be, in a, in a way, doing him a favor to relieve him of that. It probably, it, you know what, it, him leaving that movie is probably the biggest favor they could have done him. Um, you know. Well, now everyone's coming back saying we want to see Zack Snyder's. Cut. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Had, diehard fans are yes petitioning. We had a, we have one of our videos talking about this on YouTube, mm-hmm. and there are just numerous comments of people being like, "You had to see the director's cut." Oh, the director, what he had planned, the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman was so great, what he had planned for this. There's a Kevin Smith video right now who talking that, about... Who said that the Batman vs. Superman went... People who comment on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Secrets of the Sire. No. Um, no, people are actually really talking about how Kevin Smith is, even has a video saying, oh, they were going to show Darkseid, and, and originally Steppenwolf was going to be killed by Darkseid, and he was going to try to get Superman to join him, and then Superman was going to get a vision of Darkseid, it was all going to connect. But they're not even going to release the Zack Snyder. No. Well, that's the, that there's an online petition to do so. Yeah, to, those to, online petitions. It's amazing, right? Those, those mean, really go far. It's amazing, the revisionist. Those just change the, the landscape <laughs> of, of Hollywood cinema. Yeah. There's a petition for Star Wars Last Jedi, too. Yes, I know. No, there's a petition to take it off. Yeah. Of the canon. Yeah, yeah. take it out, out of the canon. Right, that ain't which happening. The, which they're not going to do. No. All right. there's, a, there's no petitions out for our next guest who comes up after the break. Uh, our next guest is from Wizard World. He's going to talk about the big Sony Wizard Ooh. World deal when we come back. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Contemplating how to do this, uh, you being on camera next week. I'm gonna go get some sun then. Get ready. <laughs> you're, you're, Don't you're, read you're, into it. Yeah. Just keep going. That was, uh, class. That was very racial. Have some incentive. class. See, there it is. Yeah. Now, yeah. See, you ruined it. It was a subtle nod to it now, and you just kind of hit it over the head <laughs> with a hammer. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. Uh, if you want to get in on all the inside talk, we go to our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash secrets of the sire. We actually just reinvented the entire game. We're, this is now no longer a radio show. This is a live podcast. Woo. That's it. We're, we're, we're rebranding as we speak. Uh, I have to leave then because I'm <laughs> the Lord it. of the radio. That's it. You're right. Oh, not the Lord right. of the podcast. You Morpheus should be. is out. Is there no. a Lord of the podcast? No, because that sounds terrible. What? 
more to the podcast. No. All right. We'll deal with that. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's nothing first, wrong with that anecdote. We're going to welcome uh, Mr. Jerry Milani from Wizard World PR. Mr. Milani, how's it going, sir? I am fabulous. How are you guys tonight? We are fabulous. doing... Yeah, we're doing really yeah, fabulous. I love fabulous. I think everyone's yeah. really good. How many people are fabulous? You guys though, sound it? like you're doing fabulous. Yeah. See, we are fabulous. Yeah. Last few he obviously yeah. can't see the video. No, he <laughs> can't see us. We're, we're sweating like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, he's not watching us on Facebook? He might. He might not be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. So there's big to do. Uh, you guys came out with a big press release, and I, for one, uh, immediately just gravitate gravitated toward it uh sony wizard world merging together um not merging together but there was a big uh, deal uh to kind of scout for new talent artist alley uh give us give us the the 50, foot view about this um and then we're gonna start really breaking it down so everyone kind of understands what's going on yeah it's really exciting it's a situation that's been brewing for a while uh some folks from sony had come to a few of our shows last year and kind of got blown away by the level of talent and it's it's not just the names you've heard, but it's the level of talent they see in our artist alley, that they see in our entertainment area, that they see in our programming panels, that they just see all throughout our shows and kind of made a connection with us and said, hey, we've got, you know, you guys are going, them saying to us, we're all over the country finding, you know, independent uh, comic artists and writers, finding independent folks who are doing things in different spaces than what we do at our show. Uh, people who have been to our show over the last couple of years know that it's a, it's, a, it's a pop culture celebration. It's everything in, in the world of movies and, and music and art and science fiction and comics and everything else all rolled into one. And they saw it and they said, how can we kind of tap into what you guys have? And what they came to us with it. And for us, it, you know, it makes so much sense to be connected with a brand like Sony Pictures that you know they they want to develop the next big properties maybe they're maybe they're right in front of their face right right at our shows so we're really excited to be kind of working with them and while all the details aren't aren't really set yet on on how it's going to happen it's it's really going to be a great situation for wizard world but i think more importantly it's going to be a great situation for for attendees and guests and, and, and you know, mostly in the artist alley area but but not exclusively there so one uh one facebook commenter uh when we talked about the story online had it what's the difference between them just walking through artist alley and 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 talking to these guys like what's the involvement that wizard are you going to be um you know introducing them are you their guide like how does this really work in terms of what what can they do partnering with you that they couldn't just do you know kind of on their own yeah, it's a little bit of that and a little bit of the curation process of uh, instead of them having to go and just walk through the aisles and go, you know, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, you know, they can have kind of uh, uh, the curation of, of the folks at Wizard World to kind of, you know, recognize that talent, folks in our Artist Alley area who really know, um, we, or not just, again, not just Artist Alley, but other areas. There might be programming. We use a lot of local talent for our programming. We get a lot of our ideas for the panels. We even have fans that do panels uh, that come up with ideas that you never know what might turn into a, another property. But for us to be able to uh, kind of guide them along and say, hey, here's some, um, something you should be looking at, or here's some folks that you might want to meet with, and then you know, having official meetings, they might be right at Wizard World, they might be something you set up afterwards. Um, there's going to be a lot of kind of different arms and tentacles to it. And having it be an official partnership, that means it's going to work both ways also. So in addition to us kind of helping by presenting some of these uh, folks and, and, and different ideas that are out there, you know, we might be able to have be the arm for Sony Pictures to help get the word out about projects and things that they're already working on or, or in development. And we can be a test zone for them. And then having it as an official partnership is, is going to mean a lot of great things for Wizard World also. How does it work for the artists? I know you said nothing's really been officially done, but I mean, you know, let's say, let's say you uh, introduce the sire to uh, Sony Pictures, and they go, "This is great. This is the next superhero franchise. We want to do it." Does well? No, I mean, actually, I do have a real serious point for this. Um, do I owe you money now? Do I owe you a piece of the property? Am I? Is Wizard now owning a piece of Sire, or is it Sony? I mean, you know, what's what's? No, the... I don't think so. I mean, I think it's going to be again because we we haven't set. You know, it's, like you said, it's a 50,000-foot view of this, is there's no specifics of what that's going to be. And that's going to probably be different things for different properties. 
and again, it's not they're not just looking for the next superhero movie. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the next project that fits what Sony Pictures does, and that's a that's a multimedia world now. It's not just what's going to be the next great, oh, I see a, an artist and he did this character and I want to make that a superhero movie. It's That's one of maybe a hundred different possibilities of things that could happen uh, through through Sony Pictures. So the, the exact nature of how that relationship would work, we're not sure. Uh, all we know is that by having this partnership and having Sony be part of what we do, um, you know, isn't it the same way and that, that Disney and Warner or that um, uh, DC and Warner's relationship is now? Maybe. I mean, we, we don't know, but we just know that, you know, we've never had this big a partner on this big a level. I'm nine years with Wizard World, and the, and the company's been doing shows for 20 years, mm-hmm. and there's never been anything quite as big as this, or with the potential of being uh, as big as it can be. When does it officially uh, kick in? I mean, what's uh, what, what are your rollout stages for this? We're going to have folks in, sh- in in Cleveland in a couple weeks. Now, I don't know if that's going to mean that, um, you know, obviously it's not going to be the full bore of what we may be doing, and I think our Philadelphia shows and our uh, Chicago shows, because they're just bigger in volume, are going to probably have a, a bigger uh, presence. But we're starting right away with having some folks um, – involved in whatever way it's going to start. And the good thing is a lot of our artists and, and, and other folks who are involved with our show come to a lot of the events. Mm-hmm. So there might be someone who's, it might just be that they're only in Oklahoma City or they're only in Columbus, but more likely a lot of these uh, artists and, and other folks are in different cities. So we hope that Cleveland can be the start for them. And there's no need to rush in and do 12 deals at once. It's going to be something that over time, as things are found by them and as we identify things that are going to make sense, you know, it'll be a process where um, we really think that, you know, these independent folks uh, who work with us, whether it's one show or 15 shows, are going to really be the the real beneficiaries. So speaking about the independent folks, um, that's been a big you know, contention online too, and over the last few years, is that Wizard, uh, the Wizard World brand, kind of went away from comics, and you're trying to kind of get back into that into that world. Uh, what are you guys doing to really appeal to the artist? I mean, obviously, this is a big, uh, you know, dot on the eye, crossing the T to get to get more, you know, comic book artists back in. But uh, I know you guys have been doing a lot of different things to to attract more of the comic book talent back to the shows. Yeah. I, I feel like it never really went away. I mean, the show is still called Comic-Con. We've still had an artist alley. I know we've had a couple different folks who have been kind of running that, and they've each had kind of different thoughts and different ideas within our constraints of, of budgets, et cetera, of what it can be. And I think right now what you're seeing is you're still going to have the Phil Ortiz and the, the, the Clinton Hobart and the Tom Cook and the, you know, that are connected to bigger projects and connected to bigger things. Uh, but you're also going to see, I think, a little more where you'll see guys who have done uh, and gals who have done their own brands and, and their own ideas. And, and you still have that. I, I still feel like at every show we have that combination of the, the, the names that are connected with bigger brands and the folks with things that the first time you ever will have seen them will be at Wizard World. Mm-hmm. But I think that... Um, I don't. I don't know that we're we need, we're necessarily like coming back to comics as much as just enhancing an area of our show that we think has always been there. And the show is called Comic Con. It's in the title. We're not having a show without comics. And finally, how do these independent creators kind of get involved? I mean, is there? I mean, is there like a wait list now? Is there is there a point of contact that they should go to and be like, hey, I'm I'm interested in this kind of stuff? Like, you know, how how is it? Um, how do they get involved in this in this new deal? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, we have our, our, our artist alley coordinator who works with us, Victor Dandrich. I know you that guys, guy. Uh, he's, he's, the, he's the greatest. <laughs> no, he is. And, he's cool. you know, Victor's a guy, and he, he comes from that world. So if there's someone who's going to be involved Victor's on right. this level, there can't be anybody better than Victor Dandrich to be the, the, um, the, the guy the room who with is you. <laughs> no, no, representing he's... or really pushing <laughs> For independent comics, you know, there's no even he's his whole existence in the comics world is based on his having created independent comics on his own when no one, when when, when everyone told him he could and he did it and look where he is now. So, for 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 that guy to be the advocate for this is is really I think um, 
shows that that's the right direction for this. And you know, there's a lot of people in, in Wizard World who are going to be involved with this at the you know at the high levels. But you know, folks who come to our shows as artists on the Artist Alley side. And like I said, it's not just going to be the artist alley that they're looking at. They may come and see something that's part of our programming, that's a, a panel that's a, made up of some folks who aren't necessarily on artist alley table, but it might be an interesting panel mm-hmm. that spurs an idea, or it might be something at our entertainment stage. It might be Cato Kalin, who runs our entertainment stage. He might get a deal out of this. Who knows? Um, it's so wide open. I think that what's great about the deal, and what I'm more excited about than anything, is that there aren't deep parameters set yet. It's not like someone's going to look at this now and go, oh, they're only looking for you know people who create superheroes, so that's not me. Mm-hmm. Or, or they're only looking for people who do panels and, and looking for a program. That's not me. It's, it potentially could be for anyone who's involved in that level at our show. Well, I got to tell you, it definitely it caught my attention as soon as I saw it, and uh, it definitely you know kind of kind of perked my you know uh you know i'm, I'm interest a, yeah i mean I'm a, I'm a frequent artist alley guest i was at wizard world chicago last year wizard world philly i do every year too so i mean it was kind of like it gave it gave it some juice so yeah uh so jerry we got a, we got about a minute to go uh just give the audience the next uh slot of dates uh where they can participate in wizard world shows yeah we're going to be in cleveland is our next show and that's been a fabulous show for us the first three years uh, March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and we go to Portland, which was in our, in our second year of length of running shows. I think it's our eighth year in Portland, April 13, 14, 15, and then one of the biggies comes a little early this year. May 17, 18, 19, 20 is Philadelphia. Nice. You know, Philadelphia and Chicago are our two longest-running shows. We're, I think, 17 or 18 years into Philly now, and this mm-hmm. year is going to be our 20th uh, Chicago, 21st Chicago show. Last year was our 20th, so... Those are um, those are all coming up. Hassan and I were uh, there for the inaugural. Yeah, the first one. Wizard Philly. We were actually and, helped and putting it together. Several behind the that. scenes. Yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. Jerry, uh, as always, thank you so much. Uh, you're uh, a gentleman, a scholar, and uh, Victor Dandridge's number one supporter. <laughs> <laughs> who's right there in the room? With who's, you. who's right there in the room? No, we, we do. We really appreciate it, and uh, we're looking forward to learning more about this. Great to see you guys. To talk to you guys, and hope to see you soon. Bye, Jerry. When we come back, we go spinning the racks. I was actually going to ask him for some acting advice because I I was in a commercial this week. Yes, you were. What would you have asked him? How he can help me further my career. It's a little nebulous. Oh, absolutely. It's completely self-congratulatory. There's there's nothing else about it. I was awesome. He would have been like, get more jobs. (laughs) Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, streaming live, facebook.com, slash Secrets of the Sire. And you can download our podcast on iTunes, iHeart, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podcast, FM. We got, we, we're just we're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. That's a lot of stuff. We're overwhelming. Uh, I want to thank our guest, Jerry Milani, coming on, talking about the Wizard World Sony deal. Uh, really kind of, look, it's very exciting. It's very it's exciting. Getting, you know, getting me a little more excited. I'll be at Philly anyway, and it's like, well, you know, now I got to I gotta dress up. I got I to put, you know, I got to shower. Damn it. Wear a bow tie. Wear a bow tie. Your roommate uh, will thank you. I also want to thank our, our in-studio guest. Ms. Bevan from Adultish. Uh, give our audience what Adultish is AKA and elbow what the blades. podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> Hassan can't handle it. Blossoming. Uh, yeah. Can't handle yeah. it. Blossoming um, before our So eyes. Adultish is a web series right now currently on Footprint.tv. It is a web series about millennial nerds living in New York. One is a blogger. One is a podcaster. One is a cafe slash bar owner in Williamsburg. So he's very hippie. But they're all nerdy. They all love Batman. They're all trying to hold on to their nostalgia while unfortunately trying to do adult things as well, which is, you know, to have a full-time job or, you know, mm-hmm. live by themselves and af- being able to afford that. Maybe even have, like, a 401k. So- if, if something like that. <laughs> what? But failing at it miserably. Uh, right now, we actually also have an adultish podcast mm-hmm. with Ming Chen of Comic Book Men. We record 
weekly uh, in Red Bank, New Jersey, at their own podcast studio. Nice. You can find us on Google Play and iTunes. We're also working on getting on Spotify as well. And cool. also, if you follow us on Facebook Live, I talk to you. Bevan right here talks to you because the boys are the ones doing most of the talking. And I'm secretly just bonding with everyone online and having my own conversation. So it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> is that is that by choice? Oh, it is by choice because I I'd rather talk to them than uh, the guys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow. I I love them. I love them yeah, dearly. But back, they are walk that back. I don't. No, no. They also in the show also play podcasters, so they are the ones doing the actual podcasting. Whereas I am the one blogging on the show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're about to actually go live in Korea on a new OTT platform as well. Yeah. And then working on season four. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Well, uh, you know, we have a running tally of in-studio guests. So this is your this is your second, second appearance. Pat Shand is the winner, I think, yeah, right now. Winning. Jeff Gomez has it's three coming. under his belt. Yes. It's like the SNL, uh, you, know, li- you know, hosts and things like that. So when I get five, I get a robe? Yo. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you a robe. <laughs> we, got, we really got to come up with something. We've got to break really into someone's something. bathroom right. and steal a robe. <laughs> So, we got this robe. It's, we got this it's robe exclusive. For time. It's an exclusive robe. So I teased. Uh, I teased online actually before the show. We got. We got two big announcements. I'll drop one right now, okay. and then we're going to go into spinning the racks. The first is we're going to actually have one of the stuntmen, f- stuntmen, from Black Panther on next week, and Woo. it's going to be very exciting. So we're going to we're going to advertise the heck out of that. So tune in next week for that. Yeah. Um, Hopefully the movie doesn't suck, so we won't spend the entire week talking about the entire episode talking about how bad the movie was, and then have him on. <laughs> so oh, your please. scene was really good. Yeah, where you, where you, you jumped through awesome. that flaming you, building. That, that one scene with you when you fell out of the helicopter—that was amazing. Yeah. The rest of the movie, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, we won't be able to because no. it's Black Panther, and only you. Yes. We'll be able yeah, to I say anything bad. Yeah, I can do anything I want. Because <laughs> I'm woke. This is, a son, woke. this is a Sunday. A Sunday. All right, we go spinning the racks, talking about the most fantastical comic pop culture news out there. Spin the racks. Spin the racks. Spin the racks. Nope. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. it's not. No. <laughs> Someone doesn't listen to our show. No, uh, <laughs> no it's okay. It's, it, that's one of those little Easter eggs for all of our fans. Yes, that is a song. He's this is not a song. <laughs> a little bit of Walking Dead news for Jake everybody <laughs> out there. Uh, the Walking Dead outsold every single Marvel comic book in January. Marvel and DC Comics like to think of themselves as the big two. This is from comicbook.com. Uh, when it comes to comic book market, but the Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman is throwing down the gauntlet and letting it be known his comic book series is actually king. Aren't those right Marvel comics now. on the wane anyway, though? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why? You know what they're blaming? Yeah, I know what they're blaming. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Wait, I want to know who I, they're blaming. Because I, I disagree with that particularly, and I've seen I've seen other statistics that that also dispute that. Statistics so, are funny, right? Yeah, because like, they can work. You, you, can, you, you can work either way. They work right? either way. Because yeah. I've seen people pop statistics up to to argue for it and against it. So who right. knows? Who's to know? I, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially. But yeah, so, what need, is it? We don't need to talk about it. The uh, well, okay. <laughs> it depends on how you phrase it, right? Yeah, okay. careful. The diversity careful. movement is being blamed. Okay. Um, for the for the lack, for the of, lack sales. of sales in Marvel Comics, it also was blamed, but you know, for Axel Alonso, who was the editor in chief, getting fired because he was the big proponent behind it. Um, and look, but they haven't stopped. They haven't canceled all those. Those. No, they haven't. But ironically, they did cancel the Black Panther comic book series a few months ago, <laughs> which you know, which, which makes they it very... should probably re reset. Well, they're going to come out with some uh, you know tandem. I mean, if you actually check out uh, two episodes ago. Um, Issues. We had no, no, two episodes of Secrets no, of the Sire. Issues. We, we call them issues. Yeah. We're calling our show issues now. We we had the two of us have issues, so these are it's, oh. a, it's a list of our issues. No, I didn't know that. These shows. I, I didn't realize that. No, I just made that. Up. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> but if you ca- if you check out our podcast from two episodes ago with uh, Newsarama's Chris Arant, and he uh, you know he kind of talked about. Uh, the fact that there are some good Black Panther tie-ins that they are releasing, but it's all reprinted stuff that the actual yeah, series... Yeah, Marvel's decision-making is not... It's, it's not easy to pin down. Let's just put okay. it that way. You know, for a company that's very synergistic most yeah. of the time, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they are not. Um, yes. And in, and in these <laughs> cases, I would say that that falls under the not category, right? Right, right. Um, in other news as well, if you were to go back to that same podcast, Chris Arant from Newsarama, got to give him his props here, he said... 
Don't count your chickens yet. The Marvel Fox Comcast, uh, sorry, the Marvel Fox deal, the Disney Fox deal, not not quite there yet. So uh, this was uh, actually it may not happen. It was brought in. Uh, I, I caught it uh, on LinkedIn. May not happen. May not Comcast happen. is actually coming back in uh, into the picture because of potential antitrust lawsuits. Hmm. Um, Disney took the lower bid. Or sorry, uh, Fox took the lower bid to merge with Disney. Comcast actually had a higher bid in place, and so the government is actually meddling. And Chris Durante actually said, he said, don't, don't, don't start dreaming about the Wolverine-Spider-Man team-ups just yet. Uh, there are monopolies that, that the government makes sure does not exist. And yeah. Hassan, I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, that would be a significant monopoly, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, because they would, they would have pretty much what... Uh, Three fourths of the of the comic book industry, the, yeah. the cinematic universes. Yeah, because there's only there would only be DC, and DC is not holding its own right now. Nope. Comic book wise, they're actually selling better. Yes, but, but movie wise, um, you're um, we're just talking about movies, right? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's crazy, right? So, I mean, what I I get it. Like I get it from a from a. But don't don't take our don't take our merger away. Like this was this don't was take like, our merger away. We were, we were just, I mean, what we were, was it? What were we gonna get from the merger? We were what gonna were we get we were to gonna get? get a real good Fantastic Four. Yep. Nah. Brought in. We were gonna get nah. the, we were gonna get two things with the X Men. We were gonna get X Men uh, Marvel movies. Yeah. And we were gonna get the comic books uh, returning to the forefront. Nah. We were not necessarily. Most likely. I and mean, we, well, we might still get all those things. I mean, the people were hoping the that the merger would also bring back Hugh Jackman for one more film uh, because he said he would come back. We if... broke that news. Yeah, we broke that news. Yeah. You listened to the show. I did. <laughs> and she's like, but why like, don't you but... just let me get a word out so that I could actually talk about she it? She said she likes being in the background talking to all the people online. Well, yeah, at my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you guys. Okay. Don't include guys. me. Floor's I'm innocent. No, is the floor mine, really? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Can't help yourself. You he can't, can't take it with himself. you. Don't take this floor with you. It's really essential to this office. There's, there's, some, there's some tea <laughs> stains you, on but... it, too, <laughs> from, from previous years. All I'm saying is that, that Hugh Jackman has been quoted saying that, like, oh, well, I mean, if I get a Hulk Wolverine kind of mashup, I might come back. They'd have to do that. <sighs> they would have to They'd do that. They'd have to, even though they killed the hell out of him. I know. Excuse the language. Yeah, but the, the, the that was Rogan an alternate movie. timeline. Oh, yeah. Anything oh, can happen. God. This is comic books. That would be so weak to bring him back after that. They'd have to go back in time. Yeah, well, and they could show Hugh Jackman in in yeah. another story, yeah. and then they could do that. Yeah, that would and you know, everybody would be like, yeah, because Fox is so Listen, big on continuity. Yeah, but it's not movies. Fox anymore; it's Marvel I know, now. But I know, but but they're gonna Marvel. ditch they're gonna ditch that continuity. Like, ASAP. Oh yeah, throw it all hey. out. Throw and everything Listen, but it's Hugh not Jackman like Hugh Jackman's got a lot going on for him. The Greatest Showman was not the greatest thing I've ever seen. No, all right, we had a tremendous show again. I want to thank Jerry Milani uh, for for doing it right, talking about Sony Wizard World. I want to thank Bevan for being in studio as well. Thank you for. I promised you. Promised you two announcements. Uh, next week, uh, we give you our review of Black Panther and welcome stuntman from the movie Ricky Barksdale Jr. to tell us all about it, give us some inside dirt on the movie. And in two weeks, we got Jackie, the joke man, Martling from the Howard Stern Show, is going to be in studio. We're going to talk to him about his career and uh, his pop culture. Uh, in, you know, yeah, he's going to be in studio. Sam is befuddled. Major announcements dropping every week. See you next week, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Someone.